Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm really, really excited, super excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Nathan Chan, and we're going to talk about how he built a massive following on Instagram using a strategy that I'm betting you, you haven't considered. And we're going to talk through the techniques on how you can do it. And you'll discover why I say mind blown at the end of this podcast. If you want to reach out to me directly, podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com is the email address that goes right to my inbox. As of this recording, it is one day after we turned six years old. So I like to say Social Media Examiner has shed its diapers and it's now officially a little kid. <laughs> and I was doing a blab where uh, I took live Q&A uh, reflecting on six years of blogging as Social Media Examiner and really more than 10 years of blogging overall that I've been doing. One of the questions that came up with was, what's the most important thing necessary to grow today? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I want to launch, I've got a blog or I've got a product or I want to launch a product or I want to build a blog or I want to build a podcast or whatever. What's the most important thing to growth today? Can you guess what my answer was? Influencers. The reason why I think influencers are so important is because you could have the best content in the world, you could have the best product in the world. But if you do not have someone who has access to that audience that you have a great relationship with, it's going to take a lot more time for you to build the growth and success of that. In my second book launch, this is part of what I call the elevation principle. And it's a very simple model. Great content plus other people minus marketing messages equals growth. And the idea here is that the other people component should consist of deep and strong relationships that you've built ideally over years with people of influence and that you can call friends. And this was really the key to the growth of Social Media Examiner in the early days. I went out of my way to give and not take, to help and not ask uh, of many significant people in the world of social media marketing. I would get them on camera, I would get them on you know, video, and I would interview them and I would promote the heck out of it. And it was all about helping them. Whenever a major book came out by my friends, I would make sure that I uh, timed the launch of whatever I was doing with the launch of their book to help them in the best possible way. 
And I didn't just go after people that were superstars. I went after people that I saw as diamonds in the rough, people that I saw had amazing potential. And I knew that someday they would be very, very successful. I kind of call it a gifting mentality or servant mentality. And the idea is to pick strategically a small group of people that you want to pour yourself into. Ultimately, that is going to help them. And down the road, when you want a little bit of help, you can ask for help. And these people that have influence are going to help you grow. It's exactly how I launched Social Media Examiner. It's how I've launched almost everything that I do. And it's the secret sauce to the success that we have with almost everything that we do. So my question to you is, are you building true relationships with people that are either influencers or the next influencers in your industry? Are you truly going out and helping them without asking for anything in return? I think of it like planting lots of seeds. Some will grow, some won't, but that's okay. And that has been the key to my growth, and I feel like it's even more important today because we now operate in a world where there's lots and lots of choices. It's a lot harder to grow an audience today than it was six years ago when I started Social Media Examiner. So building those relationships with people that have access to the audience that you care about today or down the road and taking your time to do it and maybe even taking years is something that I think is valuable. That's this week's tip of the week. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And with that, let's transition over to today's awesome podcast with Nathan Chan. Trust me, you're going to love it. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. I'm very excited to be joined today by Nathan Chan. If you don't know who Nathan is, he's the publisher of Founder Magazine, and that's spelled F-O-U-N-D-R. There's no E in it. It's a digital magazine that's designed to help entrepreneurs succeed He's also host of the Founder Podcast, and he's really crushing it on Instagram. He has almost 400,000 followers on Instagram. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And for those that are wondering where that accent is from, why don't you tell them? Yeah, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Awesome. So um, let's start with your story. Um why did you decide to start a digital magazine and what are you trying to accomplish? And that, that, is a, that is intriguing within its own right. You're the first guy I've had on the show who started a digital magazine. So what was the vision? When did you start it? I'd love to hear a little bit. Yeah, sure thing. So, you know, I started Founder, we launched March 5th, 2013. So it's been about two and a half years now. 
And I started it because I I wanted to scratch my own itch in the sense that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I didn't know where to start. And I identified that there wasn't really any like magazines in in the space targeting aspiring entrepreneurs or novice stage entrepreneurs. Mm. A lot of the big business magazines, they go off the assumption that you already have a business. And I knew podcasts were really hot. I knew this whole interview thing was really hot. And, you know, at, at that point in time, I was working in a, a nine-to-five job that uh, it didn't really sit well with me and I was looking to do fulfilling work. So it just – it just kind of, I just kind of fell into it, to be honest, Mike. And and you know, a lot of people ask me now, you know, why did you start this digital magazine? It was a really smart move and stuff like that. But it, I wish I could say I was super strategic. I just knew that it was something different. I knew that there was a need in the market, and I thought it would be a great way for me to learn myself because founders my first business. So when did you say you started it? What month? Uh, March 2013. Okay, so you started in the spring of 2013. We're recording this in the fall of 2015. So uh, if my math is right, you're about a year and a half into this venture, right? No, two and a half years. Oh, two and a half years. See, told you my math isn't perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. So what did you do before you started the magazine? Uh, I was working in IT. So I was doing IT support. But before I started the magazine, I just finished my master's in marketing. Perfect. So what is a digital magazine for those that, you know, I mean, look, when I started Social Media Examiner, I called it an online magazine back in Mm. 2009, because back when I started, um, you know, everything was still very physical and I wanted to deliver the same high quality, rich content electronically. And, you know, not everybody was using the word blog and I knew everyone knew what the word magazine meant. But I know today, digital magazine means something quite different than what I started back in 2009. So tell everybody what it is. Yeah, for sure. So Founder is a, is, is a monthly publication produced on the App Store and Google Play Store. And it's targeting mobile and tablet devices. So it's like a like if you download the the app, you know, it's like an app and you once you get inside, it's like a container and it has all of our magazine issues. And we've published... Geez, over close to 50 issues now. And, uh, you know, once you download a magazine, it's, it's a subscription based business model, and you can only access, uh, you know, certain magazines if you're, if you're sub- a subscriber. And then uh, from there, once you get inside, it's like a flip book. So it's like, it's like having, it's like being able to carry all of your print, favorite print magazines in a suitcase, but it's on your iPad or your, you know, iPhone or your mobile tablet device. So, um, just out of curiosity is that, you know, how many pages or do pages even work? Is there even such a thing as a page? Because I'm imagining you can zoom in and zoom out or how do you, how do you decide what goes into the quote unquote magazine? This I'm just curious. I'm sure a lot of people are. Yeah. So we usually, uh, the, the magazine issues aren't like a traditional big, print magazine that's over 150 200 pages we're usually around or oh, around anywhere between 60 to 80 to 90 pages and we have anywhere between around 10 articles around three feature stories and you know six to eight regular story like regular pieces and it's not it's not a, a really dense you know in-depth we our content is in-depth but the the amount the amount of 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 articles is is nowhere near 
the volume that a print magazine would produce. And yeah, it's it's the exact same uh, concept if you had a print magazine, except you swipe left or right to go from page to page. Is advertising something, are you monetizing through display ads or is it more through the subscription itself since you don't have the print costs? Yeah, so we're monetizing through the su- the subscription. Uh, gotcha. We we have done a little bit with ads, but not really. You know what, Mike? I wish I could say that I was a little more savvy around that stuff. We probably should start moving into the ad ad stuff soon and and go like multifaceted across the magazine, social, EDM, the podcast, Very the cool. blog. Very but cool. no, we haven't yet. Well, thanks for uh, going down that little rabbit trail with me. I'm I'm always intrigued with you know these new forms of media, which is what these digital magazines are. Um, so you've got a podcast, and did the podcast come out with the magazine, or did it come out after the magazine? What's the story on that, and how does it differ from the magazine? Yeah, so so the podcast came out after the magazine. Only when I actually left my job, I, I was like. You know, we've got all these amazing interviews uh, that I'd recorded on Skype. Why not, like, why are we not sharing them with the world? And it's just a way to compliment the magazine because there's some people that prefer to read and then there's some people that prefer to listen. So they just compliment, but the podcast has, you know, selective interviews and then the magazine has them all, like all of our content and obviously our regular articles and all that, many more feature stories. So... Oh yeah. wow! I'm, now, now you've piqued my curiosity. So, does the digital magazine actually have the audio interviews in the magazine, or is it more yes. like you did interview? Oh, really? So it wasn't like you did audio interviews and then made articles out of them. These are. This is what's intriguing about digital magazines. So you can deliver multimedia through that, huh? That's intriguing. I never even knew that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like every feature interview, like for example, the latest issue with Tony Robbins, it has Tony Robbins on the front cover, and we've got a feature, you know, a whole heat feature article which is exclusive to the magazine. Plus, there's an audio interview embedded inside the magazine as well. But, you know, uh, it's. I think what's really cool about a magazine is it's a great way to package something together and bundle, you know, and, and focus on like a particular topic or something like that as, a co- as opposed to, you know, just putting out the podcast episode and it's kind of a mixed bag and, you know, right. obviously the podcast doesn't cost anything, but there's something magical about compiling it all together, just sitting down, reading it, that look and feel that that's a different experience. Very cool. All right. Well, let's transition over to Instagram because that's really what we're here to talk about today, which is, you know, your Instagram strategy and how it's helped your business. So um, you said you've got a degree in marketing. And Mm -hmm. when did you start experimenting with Instagram? Where does it fit in the timeline here of the magazine and the podcast? Yeah. So it took me about a year to build up the magazine to leave my job. Then we launched the podcast. So we launched a podcast just over a year ago. And then Instagram we've been on since November 2014. So around 11 months. So by the time of this publication, almost a year. Yep. And you've got 400,000 followers on there, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So did you go into this with a was it an experiment? Was it strategic? I mean, what right from the get-go, did you have an idea what you're going to be doing in mind? I'm just curious where you started with this. Yeah, so 
so pretty much, uh, you know, we 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 were doing well with the magazine, but uh, I was we still hadn't really found our channel, like a, an amazing channel where we could could generate not only just a ton of leads or a ton of people onto our email news newsletter community and and join the founder community and to get more exposure and. I was testing many different forms of social media, many different types of marketing channels. And yeah, in November last year, I was, I, I, this is really, inter- this is a really interesting story. So, cause what happened was I tested Instagram about a year and a half ago and it didn't work. So like I, someone, a reader of founder contacted me and he, he was actually in Melbourne, like a reader of the magazine contacted me and said, Hey Nathan, I've got this entrepreneurial page on Instagram. I've got 20,000 followers. If I post, you know, the Richard Branson cover, uh, you know, I think I can get you more readers and we tested it and it didn't work. And there's a core reason it didn't work. And that was because, we told people in the caption, so we, we posted on his page, like an entrepreneurial quotes fan type page, the Richard Branson cover, we posted that, and then in the caption of the image, we said, go to www.foundermag.com forward slash iTunes or www.foundermag.com forward slash Android to get the magazine, and that didn't work because the thing that's magical about Instagram is you only have one clickable link. So you need to optimize that clickable link. So what we should have done was probably tell tell people to follow Founder Magazine or get that person to change the link in their bio and then have the call to action in the caption. Click on the link in our bio to download the magazine now if you're on iTunes. Because then if they clicked on that link, because the magazine's on the App Store and most of our customers on the App Store uh, and anyone that looks on Instagram is on their phone, it would directly open up the iTunes landing page and then just one more click and they could download it and then they could go down the funnel. So that didn't work. We learned from that. But I gave up on Instagram, funnily enough, Mike, and I'm so glad I came back to it because I Well, this is good, and I want to pause you for I want to pause you for a second. So, so the moral of the lesson here is you tried it, it didn't work, and this is what so many people do: they try something, it doesn't work, and they rule it out, and they just move on to the to the next platform, right? So, Mm, what in the world brought you back to Instagram and, and, and to retry it yourself? Yeah, that I, I wish I, I wish I had was was on it, you know, a year and a half ago. I reckon we'd be at close to a million followers. But um, long story short, we were bringing on an intern in November, and I said, okay, well, let, maybe we can give this Instagram thing another try because I have friends that are crushing it on Instagram in other niches, and they said to me, oh, you know, it only works for the female kind of target audience you know, in the health niche and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll give it a try still. I think there might be something here. And before my intern came on, you know, I, I just opened up our Instagram page. I hadn't logged into it in, in about a year. We had like 500 followers and that just happened organically because we had like 20, 30 images there. And I just did a couple of posts on the founder Instagram page and I just saw our sales spike and I was like on Google Analytics for the magazine and I was like, whoa, we're, we're onto something here. And then, you know, I told one of my friends and then 
it turned out that that guy that I, I paid to do a shout out that was in Melbourne, it turned out that he, he was like now 80,000 followers. So I was like, hmm, okay, well, I need to catch up with that guy, find out what he's doing. And then, you know, it, it took me down this path of just, just literally battle testing the absolute crap out of Instagram, Mike, and just working out every single thing we could do to get more followers, get people to click on the link in our bio, build our email list, you name it. And um, a notable thing is that you might find interesting as well in your audience is we've only been like trying to grow our email list on Instagram for probably the past nine months, eight to nine months. And our email database has grown from in November, it was around 2,000 and now it's just about to hit 100,000. And that's mainly from driving uh, traffic from Instagram. So This is intriguing. Yeah. This is so intriguing because, look, I mean, we're both magazines, just different kind of magazines. Yeah, and, that's right. And, and Social Media Examiner is just now beginning our Instagram strategy. And part of the challenge is we, are, we create a lot of great images um, for our, uh, our articles. And we post those images on Instagram. But part of our struggle is changing you know, figuring out what the shelf life of a post is and then changing the darn link in our bio all the time, right? Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it sounds like yeah. you have a pretty simple strategy. You're pointing everyone to the same darn destination. Is that right? Yeah. See, if my recommendation to you is, Mike, try to get people to sign up to a lead magnet or a free gift or something cool, have a mobile optimized landing page, really split test it ridiculously get that person onto your email newsletter and then, you know, I'm not, I, I think I was on your email list. I'm not sure if I am anymore, but then just, you know, you have your newsletter, it goes out every week and that's how people can, can find out about your content. I think that's the best way to go about it. Well, that, that's intriguing. And um, so let's, let's dig into your strategy for a second here and we're going to get into your tactics and all this fun stuff. So um, at a high level, Maybe you've already tipped your hat and answered the question, but what is your strategy for Instagram growth at, at, at a big level? And then I want to dive in. Yeah. So our strategy is, is to create viral type content that resonates with our target audience and provide it on a consistent base. And, and that's, yeah, on a high level, that's essentially what we're doing. And, and the goal of our account is to build our community, raise awareness of the founder brand, but most importantly, build build our email newsletter database and uh, you get people to click on the link in our bio. That's like the number one thing, man. Okay. So if your goal is to grow your email list, which is predominantly what I hear you go, you're saying, you know, let's, let's, let's zoom in a little bit on that. Um, every business obviously has a goal and you ought to figure out what your one big goal is, is what I hear you saying, instead of trying to change that goal every day, <laughs> right? Because yeah. that's what we're doing right now. We're trying to change the goal every day for whatever it is we're, 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 we're either, you know, giving away for free in, in, in the case of our articles or what, or what, whatever we're pitching when it comes to our, our physical conference or online events. So figure out your one thing is what I hear you saying. Um, yeah. Or you can mix it up. So, because I find that a lead magnet will die down. Like, you know, you said that you've downloaded that Instagram guide and that's, that was converting, oh, crazy. Like uh, a couple of months ago when we launched it and 
please keep in mind, you know, we spent thousands, like at least three grand to put this special guide together. We were going to charge for it. Then I said, I thought, I said, I thought to myself, let's just make it free. Mm. And we made it free and it's super comprehensive. If anyone's interested to check it out, it goes really in depth of a lot of these strategies I'm going to share. If you go to foundermag.com forward slash free, but that right now is the link in our bio and do you, with that guide, when we first launched it, we generated at least 30,000 opt-ins in a month. Wow. But now it's starting to die down a little because we've saturated and exposed it to our audience quite a bit. So it's probably time for us to change up our lead magnet because your lead magnet does die off. So I think it's good to have that one goal, but only change it every couple of months, Mike. I think that's if, – if you're going down the strategy that I am – where you push to a landing page and then you give a lead magnet, free gift, whatever, and then, yeah, change it up after a couple of months. Well, you're already blowing people's minds because some people are like, wait a minute, okay, cool. Pay someone to put a guide together, right? Because if I can get a lot of leads, that's worth something and it's worth investing and creating an awesome um, mm, PDF or yeah. whatever, right? Um, yeah. And the other side of it is to track it to make sure that it's not dying down because you could be oversaturating your audience if you're overly promotional. So mm. I know the question a lot of people have in their mind right now is, all right, well, what do I post then? If I'm not posting my blog posts or I'm not posting my new content and trying to get people to click to get to that, what the heck am I posting? So what are you posting on your account because you probably yeah. talk about that because I think that's the secret sauce to the whole thing because you can't just keep saying get our lead magnet, get our lead magnet because yeah. no one will ever pay attention, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You can't be uh, too aggressive and, and I like just Gary Vanyachuk's uh, model where it's just jab, 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 right hook. We probably do around five to six jabs and then the sixth or seventh is a right hook. So value, 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 value and then ask for you know the sale or something along those lines and – with us, you know, we just post a lot of quotes, man. Like we just post quotes, startup facts, tips and advice, stuff about the magazine, a little bit behind the scenes but not too much, magazine covers and that's about it. And uh, we try and post anywhere between four to eight times a day. I've tested this. The more you post, the faster you grow. It, it can be a bit aggressive but it works. Um, and you can train your audience to get used to, you know, uh, always checking out your feed. Uh, I have people that email me and they say that the first thing they do every morning when they wake up is check out our Instagram feed and they check it before they go to bed. So we're kind of training our community to expect a lot of content from us. And, uh, yeah, we post other people's content as well where that are quotes, motivational startup tips and facts. And I can go through that piece of the puzzle. Yeah, please do. Is, please do. Yeah. Let's talk. I mean, let's I talk about massive. Let's talk. There's a couple things here. I want to get back to other people's content too, because I want to understand how that works. But, um, before we get there, what I hear you saying is that for the most part, you're providing inspiration to your audience around business related quotes. Is that right? Yeah, and only because, Mike, and I'll be very, very clear, for anybody that's listening to this, whether they have a client in a different niche that's not in the entrepreneurial niche uh, or they're, they're, you know, they're a solopreneur or an internet marketer and they have a, a totally different niche for their own business, you don't have to just post quotes. Like we have many students, we actually even have an Instagram course because I constantly get asked to consult and, and I'm like, let's just create a course under the founder brand. But 
you don't have to post just quotes. What you have to post, Mike, is content that is really, really valuable to your audience. Where if you know, and and to know if it's really valuable to your audience, you want to do the self test. Like, what is the first three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen images? What do those first lot of images look like when somebody first comes to your page? And will they be like, oh wow? this guy gets me or this page gets me. You know, I like what these guys are doing. This is cool. That's the question you need to ask yourself when it comes to the kind of content you're posting. Well, some of the stuff that I'm thinking in for social media marketers that would be intriguing is to put quotes together that maybe include interesting uh, research findings. Like here's a new quote. Yeah. Here's a new quote that like, like here's a, you know, there's 400 million people on Instagram and here's a couple things about them. You know what I mean? And boom, people yeah. share that kind of stuff, yeah. right? That's super cool. You want stuff that's cool to right. your audience. Right. So, um, that is so counter to normally what I would think. And where do you come up with this stuff? I mean, where do you find this stuff? Let's start there. Yeah. So look, you can look at like, look at success magazine, for example, Mike, like those guys, they post a lot of their, on their Facebook page or their Twitter or whatever. Like they're, they're crushing it on social. They do it very, very well serving, you know, the, the motivational entrepreneurial type community. And what do they post? They post, you know, links to their website, but on Instagram or Facebook, they post links to their site, but they also, t- they post motivational type quotes. Why? Because it works, because it's very, very shareable and viral. So what we do is is very similar on Instagram. We just find a ton of quotes from all sorts of amazing startup founders and entrepreneurs, and we also post, you know, startup tips and facts. And we're just constantly testing to find what resonates with our audience. And and one little tip, inside a tip I've got for your audience, Mike, when it comes to finding content that works, is it's all about triggering an emotion, especially when it comes to an image. So a great example is we posted an image a couple of days ago where it forces or encourages people to tag their friends. And what do I mean by tag their friends on Instagram? That means just like they see our image and they write a comment and they do at, you know, Mike Stelzner and then they do at Gary Vaynerchuk and or Gary V. So then all of the people uh, like all, like Yeah, Gary we see this on Facebook too, yeah, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what prompts them to do that? Are you telling, are they, do they just want to share with their friends or is it because they're mentioned in the image or what? Oh yeah. So yeah, wait for it, wait for it. So okay. we posted an <laughs> image that said, I will be a millionaire and then dot, 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 dot. And then we write a comment saying, what age will you become a millionaire? Tag your friend to make you accountable. Mm. And that, gets like, man, it gets like at least, you know, a thousand comments and you, and you you, get new subscribers. I mean, you get new new fans, right? New followers. Yeah. Stuff like that, Mike just crushes it, man. And, and not only because we've encouraged people to engage with our content, but also it triggers an emotion because when you're an entrepreneur, the pinnacle of success is, is becoming a millionaire and that triggers a lot of emotion. 
you know, another one, another great one is I posted a video of just like a panda on his back and he was just like going up and down and, and it was playing this funny music and it was really funny, but I, I put a spin on it and I said, um, in the caption, that moment when you get a big sale for your business or you get your first sale or you, you close a big business deal or you've had a good day. Uh, tag a friend uh, if you know what that means uh, or double tap if you know what that means. And we had thousands of people. You know, it was funny and, and people got that. Like how good is it when you get like your first sale, when you first start your business or like a big business deal and you just want to jump up in the air and you know what I mean? So that triggers an emotion. Like it's funny and it's exciting. And so we're always trying to trigger an emotion with our content, Mike. And and this the, and this can be used not just in our niche. I will stress this. Not just in our niche. This can be used in any sort of niche. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's, the, what's the protocol on other people's content when it comes to Instagram? Because, I mean, I'll be honest. I got someone who manages our Instagram account. I don't do it. So I don't think it's like Facebook where you can just automatically click a share button, right? I mean, there's got to be some sort yeah, of a no. tactic or strategy. So what's yeah. so, what are the boundaries and, and how do you do it? Yeah, so one of the biggest things for growth, Mike, and I want people to really take this one away on Instagram, is it's all about S4S, a secret acronym called S4S. And what does that mean? It stands for share for share, shout out for shout out. So you want to either get, you want to do whatever you can to get other people to mention your images, to shout you out. So they post your image and tag you and mention your account in the caption. You want to do that as much as you possibly can. Now, you can do that from paying people or you can do that from getting people to share your content and then you share theirs. Now, there's there's, I know you're going to have a lot of questions and I'm going to I'm going to cover some of them that I know you're going to ask already. And the first one is how much money have we spent to grow the founder account to 4 400,000 400, followers? I know we've spent a bit of money, probably uh, you know, at least 4 to 5k in the past 11 months. However, I can tell you this, Mike, uh we didn't when we first started we had no budget and we refused to spend any money and we got it to 100,000 followers in 4 months and we spent about $1,000 so you can what you can do is you can get a ton of accounts to shout you out doing s for s doing share for shares and the etiquette around that is just finding someone with a similar amount of following as you or trying to find a mutually beneficial exchange in value. For example, you have an epic podcast, you have an epic blog, you get a ton of traffic to your site. You could approach someone in like even the niche that I play in, in like a, a really high traffic entrepreneurial account, and you can say, hey, I'll interview you for my podcast, or hey, I'll let you do a guest blog post on our blog if you shout us out 10 times. So, so you've always got to find like, a mutually beneficial exchange in value. If somebody has 5,000 followers and you have 2,500 followers, you can do a two-for-one and you'll say, hey, I'll shout you out two times and you can shout me out once. And all you have to do is post their image and they post yours. You both tag each other and mention each other in the caption and that works. We've been we've been very, very aggressive on the S for S mic for two reasons. One, 
because we like to post as much as we can because that allows us to ask for the sale many different times because it dilutes us asking for the sale, um, doing you know the you know the the right hook, um, and two because we post so much content, it's great to have someone else give us not only just one epic content, but two we can look at their page. Uh, they have the, a similar target audience to us and they post content that we know our target audience will love and we can use their their account as a testing ground to find the best kind of content that works from an engagement standpoint around likes and comments. So that way you can have an amazingly curated feed on your own page. Explain in words what a shout out looks like and how it's different than your typical post. Uh, a shout out looks like uh, you post. You either post someone else's image or you mention them in the caption, and you li- do at. Do you get to choose and one of their existing images, or is it typically, hey, here's an image that I mean, like you, you've you, got to broker the deal. It's all about like business development. Think of it like a partnership. Oh, I one. see. So, like, if they've got a really popular image that you want to use, they know there's value there. Is that right? Mm, not so much. Really? Let me think of it like this. Let me think of it like this. So if you wanted to do, let's say you've, like the first step of this puzzle is to identify the who's who in the zoo in your niche on Instagram. That's the first piece of the puzzle. You need to know who the influencers are. And then once you know who those influencers are, you need to find people also that have a similar type account as you and a similar type target audience that have a similar amount of following or a double your following or triple your following what you currently have and you need to start approaching them saying hey want to do an s for s i love what you're doing and you constantly want to try and set up like partnerships or broker deals where you're posting their content and they're posting yours around the most popular images on their page though like most people don't really care uh, most people are just concerned with getting more followers. So, so you can kind of, if you broker a deal, then you just go kind of pick whichever image you want yeah, from them. Yeah, yeah. And That's then you exactly just say, right. Hey, Unless this is from success. Nathan Chan and, uh, you know, check them out, you know, kind of thing. Yep, exactly right. But there's another thing you can do, Mike, where, you know, there might be accounts that you just really love and you really love the, the content they post and you want to have an amazingly curated feed and you want to grow your Instagram account as fast as possible like us and we know the more we post, the faster we grow. So we could just screenshot someone's image, post it on our page, make sure we credit them by mentioning them in the caption and tagging them and that's fine too. And they don't, you, we cannot, we... We do not always expect, you know, we don't have to expect people to shout us back, but we're just showing the appreciation of their content. Now, just yeah, that, like that, I'm glad that. you brought that up because yeah. showing love to others, you know, um, I mean, you can't just take someone's image and and and, sh- and throw it, throw it up there. Even if you do throw them, show them love, some people are going to be probably upset because they're going to say you're stealing my image. Is that right or or not? No, no, no. As long as you mention them in the caption and tag them. It's like a retweet is, then, right? That's, yeah, that's an etiquette. That's Instagram etiquette for, sh- for for posting someone's thing. Gotcha. And people will not mind. Gotcha. As long as you mention them because what what gets them more followers is if you tag them and mention them in the caption. So you're doing them a favor. And you've and been able to directly that- attribute this this strategy to a lot of your growth. Is that what I hear you saying? Yes. it's It's massive, man. 
Now, what like about what about the money side of things? Because I know people are asking, like, what does it cost? I mean, like, at least some sort of ballpark of how, how do you place a value on your followers? Because some people probably have a big followership and they haven't really figured out how to place a value on it. How do you do that? Is there some, some kind of general rule? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, but I just wanted to say, like, the shout out stuff is one piece of the strategy. We have a you know a lot of strategies going on, as you can tell, but yep. that is a big one. It, it is massive for growth. Um, to answer your question- And you don't have to tell me what you charge. I'm just curious, like, what's a, what would someone else charge? You know what I mean? Like, like you know, like in the early days when you spent a thousand bucks, I mean, was it, you know, I mean, I, I'd love some perspective on that because yeah, I think- Yeah, sure, pe- sure. Yeah. So I'll be very clear, Mike. We don't really charge for shout outs. Uh, we, we look to broker deals around growing our email list. Um, no, I hear you. But like yeah. if somebody wants to buy their way there, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm asking. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm yeah, talking about yeah. someone else. They want to buy their way there. They've got money. They're a bigger company. What does it cost for something like this? Not yeah, for look, you with someone else, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I can only um, – so with the working with Instagram influencers, the price really does vary because people uh, can set their own prices and it's 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 – it's really up to them what they want to charge, um, but I can give you I can give you raw numbers of what we spend for the founder account if you like. Would yeah, that I mean work? that would be intriguing because I think people are curious what in the world something like this might cost. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you asked around a thousand dollars. Yeah. Depending on the account, like let's say if we found an account that has five hundred thousand followers and we gave them a thousand dollars, we'd want at least at least. Uh, at least 10 to 15 images posted on our behalf. And we'd want them to last, to to not be deleted until up to a 24-hour period. And we'd want it to, them to be our images and we'd want to be able to use, like to give a custom caption. Gotcha. So what I hear you saying is it's somewhere between 75 to 100 bucks. Um, yeah, probably... Yeah, if it was a if it was a half a million account in our industry in in the entrepreneurial type niche, yeah, you're probably looking at about yeah, anywhere between 60 to 80 to yeah, $100 per shout. And what would you expect for a return on that kind of investment as far as yeah. as far as followers, you know, new followers? Now, this is where it gets tricky, Mike, because I can only tell you you know, how fast our list grows. I can only tell you how many followers we get. I cannot attribute that back to a return on investment. Well, yeah. And let's not say ROI. Let's say more like growth. What kind of growth do you see for every time you do this? I mean, yeah, it also depends on the account too, because some accounts uh, do not have as good a relationship with their audience. That That matters a lot. So it comes down to testing what accounts work best. So don't purchase a group package, always purchase just one to test, okay? Mm. And the way to test and to track it uh, that I know is using a tool called Social Blade, which allows you to just, it just it tracks how many followers you get a day. So be very, very savvy around, I guess, working out um, when you're paying people, when you're not, and try to, you know, niche it down. But, uh, you know, if you did, if you spent a thousand dollars or, and you got 10 to 15 shout outs, you'd want to get at least depending on the account. Like it really does vary. I'll be very, very clear. It really does vary. You can find unicorn accounts that are brilliant and you can find accounts that all they do is paid shout outs and they've butchered their audience. Right. So 
it really does depend, but if you spend a thousand dollars, I'd want to get at least. And this is like engaged followers. This is not like one of those Fiverr things where you spend, a, a, you know, five dollars yep. and get a thousand followers or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, I'll be very clear. This engaged followers from doing shout outs. I'd want to get at least a few thousand followers, at least. But it also using, depends on your account too. Yep, and I, I'm assuming you're using UTM parameters uh, on those updates so that you can kind of see where they came from, tracking back to your leads. Uh, Google. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Very cool. This is so. This is so intriguing. I mean, honestly, there's no reason this couldn't apply to Pinterest just as much, right? Are you guys doing what? anything on Pinterest yet, or no? Yeah, see, the thing is, you know what's really cool, Mike, is you can do this across all of your social media platforms. You can pay influencers. You can do share for shares. It's all partnerships, man. People do it. It's just like for some reason it's really rampant on Instagram. And I never realized – like it's funny. It's funny, right? Like one of my friends – I said to one of my friends, we don't do it on Pinterest and we don't do it on any other platform. We only focus on Instagram because it's our hottest customer acquisition channel right now. But – it's funny, right? Like one of my friends was saying to me because because he was telling me about this business that's crushing it in Australia and they've grown their business so fast off partnerships. And I said to my friend, I said, you know what? I'm not very good with this partnerships thing. And he's like, you know what? I I challenge you that on Nathan on that Nathan because all you do on that Instagram stuff is just partnerships. That's all you do. You're just brokering deals. You're just finding a mutually ex- uh, beneficial exchange in value. And that's all it is, Mike. It's just all partnerships and you can do it across any form of social media. You can do it across blogging. You can do it across mail outs. It's just a partnership, really. Mind blown. (laughs) 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 And I guarantee you people that are listening right now are like, wow, that was awesome, Nathan. Um, Tell us where we can find you on Instagram. Tell us where we can find your ebook, where they can find your course. Let's just go down the list. Yeah, so uh, what happened was, you know, a lot of people started asking me to consult. Uh, even to this day, some you know influencers in our niche come to me and ask me to consult, and and unfortunately, I can't. I, I just don't have the time because I'm trying to grow founder, and Instagram is only one piece of the puzzle for us, like for for courses and stuff like that. We're going to roll out many more courses. So if you want to find out more about our course, you can go to igdomination.com. Uh, however, I'd highly suggest that you check out our free ebook. If you go to foundermag.com forward slash free, F O U N D R mag.com forward slash free, especially if you like some of the stuff I shared, we share a ton more in this ebook. And it's a great share- ebook too. I will, oh, I will confess. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And we share even more in our courses over like 60 plus videos. Um, we have a Facebook group and you name it. And, uh, we're just starting to master Instagram ads. And then if you want to find out more about founder and the magazine, you can go to foundermag.com. Uh, forward slash iTunes to download uh, the magazine on the iTunes store or foundermag.com forward slash Android and you can download it on the Android store and I, I must say like we 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 interview you know all sorts of super successful entrepreneurs like Richard Branson, Seth Godin, Ariana Huffington, Tim Ferriss, Barbara Corcoran, David John like we we've got a lot of really amazing content in the magazine as well. Nathan Chan, founder of Founder Magazine (laughs) and Instagram Pro, man. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your insight. It was really, really awesome. You're welcome, Mike. Thank you so much for your time. It's an absolute pleasure. Well, I hope your mind was blown as much as mine was blown because I'm like, wow, that was so awesome. Hey, if there's anything that we mentioned today and you just didn't catch it, don't worry. We take all the notes for you. 
socialmediaexaminer.com slash 170. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, would you do me a favor and tell your friends about it? That's the best way for us to grow is for you to let everyone know how cool it is. One way you can do that is by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash love. That will populate a tweet into your Twitter stream, letting your friends know that you recommend the show. Also, if you're brand new to the show, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast player you listen to because I don't want you to miss all the awesome content that I've got lined up for you. Well, this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.